Welcome back to Red Flags Tell Your Truth. My name is Jesse Bushdigan, and I am the host of Red Flags Tell Your Truth. And I am coming at you today with an episode that I'm redoing. The female narcissist episode that I posted has a lot of background noise, and I really, really, really wanted to redo this episode so people didn't see it as I was just attacking women, that I am one-sided, and in no way do I hold accountability for either or. This was supposed to be for the guys because female narcissism isn't talked about very much. So I did an episode on female narcissism and people were saying that I was very, very close-minded. Well, no. Narcissism is thought of as men. When you bring up narcissism, men are, are literally instantly thought of. So when it comes to narcissistic women, it's not very shown. It's, it's very taboo. We don't think of women being like this because they of their victimhood mentality, of the fact that they are frail, and, and all, all those stigmas, all those stereotypes that aren't fair. So I want to do the episode over today to show the behavior between narcissistic women and narcissistic men, the difference, and what it is to be a female narcissist. Now before we jump in today, I'm going to obviously do my sponsors. We have Susan Schaffer, who is a divorce coach and a person who helps you guide through the divorce uh, situation uh, and, and will help you do this. So there, it is SusanShoffer.com. She's not here to scare you, ladies and gentlemen. She's here to help you. Please check it out if you are going through divorce. As well as we have Anna Lanier and her depression course. Uh, Anna Lanier is a mentor of mine that helps me through some of the rough times. She does a a course on depression called The Secret Roadmap to Depression. That is the free course, as well as there is the paid. So having said that, uh, all the descriptions are down in my podcast. Let is, let's get on with it today. So it's crucial to understand there are, there are a few differences between the characteristics of narcissistic men and women. Because when a person is operating from a false sense of self, they behave in very identical ways. We all know that the narcissist runs on a script, ladies and gentlemen. And I just want to make sure you understand that there is no bias here. We just need to understand that there are certain traits that define a narcissistic person or gender. Just because a woman cares about her appearance does not automatically define her as a narcissist. Just like a man who cares greatly about his professional image and financial success, as many women do too, but is not automatically a narcissist either. Now let's look at the behaviors of a narcissistic woman that are identical to those of the man, including the one definitive distinguishing characteristic of a terminally narcissistic person. I will not take the responsibility to meet and heal my wounds and work on myself in order to change my behavior in life. This is the same, ladies and gentlemen. Both women and male narcissists seek people to mine attention, uh, critically acclaim and sex, power, contacts, resources, and the like. To do these identical things, 
there are certain stigmas. They size up their target and know how to appeal to exactly what that person wants. So the mirroring, ladies and gentlemen. Facts find a person's weak spot, weak, weak spots, right? They offer support, validation, and care, which this person feels they don't receive from others, and then turn the tables and start attacking these weak spots when they find them out with criticism, action, and abandonment, and abandonment tactics. They pretend to be supportive of the things and the attention and the significance of their version of the respect and acclaim of that person. They punish mercilessly when the false self is not fed ac adequately, right? When, when you are not giving them supply, they punish you for it. They do the push and pull game. They reel you in and then cast you out and just reel you in again. And this is the cycle. The discard Hoover, idolization, devalue. They take out masterful smear campaigns against you. And this is like tactitional, ladies and gentlemen. They are controlling, possessive, and insecure and react in a rageful way that is that makes mature adults simply... They, adults don't do this, ladies and gentlemen. They don't do this in a relationship. This is not normal. They can strip you bare, right down to the bone, with emotional, mental, and financial abuse. Commonly position the children against you and attempt child alienation, exactly what I'm going through right now. They project blame and argue with you in a circular way that leaves your head spinning. It's almost if, if you know, when you have an argument, it goes around in circles, and by the end of it, you're still somehow the bad guy after you brought up a boundary that you had a problem with. They refuse to be durably accountable for anything. Apologies take far too long if they do ever come after all. And they don't hold weight or last at all. The narcissist continues to reoffend. They harbor and keep bringing things up to punish you with, despite saying they, would, they were resolved in the past. You could have done something trivial five years prior and it would still be paying for that this day. They play tit for tat, delivering punishments that do not fit the supposed crime, except in their own head. They tally everything, ladies and gentlemen. They, it's, 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 it's crazy. They make you feel you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. This person can never be appeased. They toss you into the gutter without a second's glance when they cannot get what they want anymore or have you been emptied out or are now too pathetic for them to want to continue. Or again, ladies and gentlemen, they have found supply almost as secure as you. I promise you in the eight years that I was in my relationship and now the year that I've had helping people, these things happen to everyone at the hands of a narcissist, no matter the gender or the sexual orientation. If you truly think that only women do this or men do this, think again. So let's get down to the differences between 
The things that I'm talking about now are the typical narcissistic female characteristics. Mind you, not all narcissistic women fit this description. Please note, in some cases, I am describing the characteristics with him or her being the recipient, but mostly him being the victim or survivor of this. Yet, this applies to gay female narcissistic relationships also. The most obvious difference between a narcissistic woman and a man is the way in which she will snare the new supply by using her appearance and overt sexuality. In the case of a heterosexual relationship, men are very visual and sexually enticing. Narcissistic women know that their attractiveness, being flirtatious and having a willingness to grant him sexual attention is a great asset. Naturally, this can and does also work with gay women. The same can be said for male somatic narcissists, gay or straight, who use their physical beauty to snare potential mates. Traditionally, the difference between narcissistic men and women is that highly effective narcissistic men will use power, success, and resources to capture a new supply because they know it works. In a woman's DNA, though, security is attractive to her. In a male's DNA, it is procreation with a physically appealing mate. Now, because a female narcissist is inherently a female who suffers from security fears as well as being intensely entitled, her target is likely to be nice, successful, hardworking, who is generous to a fault and wants to be a good provider or family man. The nice guy, ladies and gentlemen. This suits her high-maintenance and very expensive lifestyle, granting her all the right products and accessories to maintain her ego-necessary beauty, as well as grant her the significance that her false self craves. Maybe she doesn't have a lot of money, but she is after something, connection or some sort of security, maybe even a free, temporary roof over her head until she's on her feet and can find better supply. It's very common for narcissistic women to upgrade from one partner to another. The expression beauty is skin deep applies. Narcissistic women are deeply insecure and empty on the inside and more interested in maintaining her looks and what she can get from him than his feelings or needs. All of this becomes more and more obvious after she has captured him. Being everything they want. Regardless of whether a narcissistic woman appears in your life as a potential romantic partner, business associate, or friend, she will be charming and caring. She will demonstrate how loyal she is. She appears to be committed and caring, a team member who has your back and will tell you all the time how loyal she is. It is so usual for her to go over and above the call of duty to show she cares about you as a person. Like all narcissists, it is an act. It's a powerful act too. She knows how to use her feminine wiles to incite people to care about her, as well as how to work out what role people want from her. Is it someone with smarts and credentials to help in visit business? Is it someone to help look after the children or loved ones? 
What food do people like to eat? What help do they want around the house? What deep and personal things do you need to talk to someone about to feel supported with? Who can you call at any time of the day to feel that somebody genuinely cares about you? In the case of romance, what are your deepest desires and fantasies? It is not surprising that the recipient of a narcissistic woman initially believes they have met the dream friend, business, or love partner of their life. She's smart, capable, and a wonderful asset to have around and seems to genuinely love and care about you. Everyone in your life loves her as well. She makes certain of it. However, with all female narcissistic facades, the cracks appear sooner rather than later. The brittle, easily triggered, possessive, insecure creature emerges. She becomes critical, entitled, selfish, and demanding. Whoever lets this woman into their life starts becoming her emotional punching bag, bit by bit being blamed for her self-torment and anything that goes wrong, which is plenty. The sad truth is this. A narcissistic woman, like narcissistic men, is a professional parasite. A bottomless pit who can never be made happy no matter what anyone gives her. But what are the warning signs, you ask? This I want you to understand about narcissistic women. As well as any other narcissist you come across, there are no warning signs. They show up appearing lovely, wonderful, and genuine. But lovely, wonderful, and real genuine people also turn up like this. So how do you tell the difference? I've said it before and I'll say it again. No narcissist walks in your life sticking their hand up, announcing that they are a sociopath about to rip your life apart. You recognize a narcissist has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you. I promise these are the relevant questions you need to ask yourself. Taking your time to get to know someone, their character, and who they really are before letting them into your life. Business matters, home, heart, bed, whatever. Ask the difficult questions when things feel off. Request proof and do investigative research on someone's credentials if you don't fully believe them. <clears throat> Lay out boundaries and say no if a request feels uncomfortable to you. Seeing the people and doing the things that are of your life when a new person comes into your life, get clear about what abuse is and what it isn't. Confronted, stated your truth, and stuck to it even if someone had tried to manipulate you. Walk away from someone who is abusive, regardless of what hope you have for your life. Know your worth and value regardless of what someone else has or hasn't been or done or said to you. I'm going to be straight here. If you can't honestly answer these questions as a yes, then you are susceptible to narcissistic abuse from both genders. If you are honest with yourself, you will know exactly why. You can answer these questions as yes, then no narcissist will get past your boundaries. She or he will easily be flushed out and will disappear before risking something happening. That is when you will have diminished, distinguished, or 
just figure it out whether someone is a narcissist or not before you get damaged. When you see them unravel in front of you or sneak off back into their shadowy persona because they can't have both, they will stay in the shadow, right? Then you will say, oh, there goes another one. They will just disappear because they know what you are. Or they will start a smear campaign because they are afraid of you. If you aren't in your power in this way, then the only time you have is time to get to know yourself. You will only find out because their mask fully drops when the terrible parasitic disease comes forward. If you do the inner child work or the inner work or the shadow work, then you won't care whether someone is a narcissist or not because you will be a true sense of self, someone who is impervious to any narcissist. I promise you, I never look out for narcissists. I couldn't care less. No longer do I try to fruitlessly work out the other billions of people on the planet or, or, or work out all the crap that people say because it doesn't matter. I care only about myself at this point. I work for myself. I feed for myself. I love myself now. And that's all that matters. And that's what they don't like. Your inner being needs to be free of the pain and the crap that you once believed. So when these people come in, it won't matter. It really, really won't matter because you will see it before it takes off. Now, female narcissists are very, very tricky. Because they are so victimhood mentality, a lot of them are covert, right? A covert narcissist is highly sensitive to criticism. Uh, their entire personalities are constructed around their incredibly high sense of self. They have feelings of inadequacy, right? They swing back and forth between delusions of grandeur and concerns that they don't match the image of themselves they want in their head. They put themselves down constantly, and then you have to give them admiration, which is the positive supply. They hold grudges. They are the center of their own self-importance. As a result, they tend to take perceived transgressions incredibly personally and hold on to negative feelings. They may act on these grudges with passive aggression to make the other pay for what they've done. Like mine told somebody on TikTok, they didn't care. She didn't care about what happened to the kids. I deserved what I got. They envy you. Their incredible uncomfortableness, their envy is deep rooted. It can sometimes result in outward behavior. Self-serving empathy or attempts to connect, right? They'll, they'll do, they'll do the Hoover, right? and then immediately get back into the, the devalue to gain that supply. Grandiose thoughts, you know, they feel as if they are special or they're born for greatness or they think they are better than everyone else. They procrastinate and, and, or have a lack of disregard for any other person in general. Uh, gaslighting or manipulative behavior. They feel superior to people around them, so they need to feel 
like they're successful. As a result, they have no struggle manipulating friends, family, and coworkers to achieve their end. Narcissists are the type to lie or gaslight others for a laugh, to manipulate others with some of the tactics listed above, or to throw even well-established relationships under the bus to get their way. They can't be flexible or go off script. It's it's literally crazy making. I feel bad for these people because of what exactly happens to the survivors because of these people. If this resonated with you today, please, please comment, leave a five star, leave a rating. I, I, I redid this episode because I felt that there was a lot of background noise and that I felt that people thought it was one-sided. This isn't just females. This is males as well, but females act more this way than they do the overt self. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, the redo of the female narcissist. I hope this helped today. And, you know, you are all always in my thoughts. Um, yeah, it is a Sunday for me, so I'm going to keep it brief again. But again, as always, thank you everyone for joining me at Red Flags Tell Your Truth. I am Jesse Bushdikin, the host. And again, stay safe, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Sunday.